Hello and welcome to episode number 92 of the Monica Amazer podcast. I am Monica, your host, and I am so glad that you are here because today I have a very special guest for you. His name is Darren. Yes, his. And he has been working with me for over six years now. He is a lawyer and he works in finance. He's a consultant. He's a father of two and his wife has been working with me even longer. This is how we connected. We are talking about a variety of things from how is it that someone such as himself who trained and lifted all his life decided to hire me as his coach. We talked about confidence that comes from being physically fit and how it's so helpful in your career and in corporate world as well. And... How is it that he stayed committed through his fitness, through to his fitness, through all the things that happened in the world, such as the pandemic, the birth of his children, uh, him and his wife moving across country, and more? Listen in. This is a phenomenal conversation, and be aware we both talk a million miles an hour. Nothing's gonna stop us. <laughs> How do I sound now? You sound fine. We're doing this. Technical difficulties are. Gosh, (laughs) this is persistence, Monica. (laughs) This is working around the circumstances, you know? You never want to give up. You just want to work with what you got. So here we are, take three. We're having Darren on my podcast. First and only, not an only, but first male client to share his message with the world. (laughs) I'm so glad we're doing this. So Darren, let's start over with you sharing it just in a quick bit of who you are, what you're about, you know, a little background for yourself so the listeners can kind of picture you with their sure. own imagination. Sure. Uh, mid-30s guy, um, married. I have two young children. Uh, my son's third birthday party tomorrow. It's going to be a blast. And I have another son who is three months. And three so and we three. live in three and three. Um, and I am a lawyer by trade, licensed here in Massachusetts. Uh, but I practice non-traditional law in financial services. I am a consultant. Um, uh, and yeah, that's a little, little, little bit of a little bit of a picture. So how is this, this kind of guy? How does this kind of guy start working with a female personal trainer? Yeah, I take a lot of pride in this story because I think it's, you know, I, I, I think as guys there, we tend to assume that there's no way we can learn from someone that doesn't look like us, <laughs> sound like us. Oh. and there's no way that a woman can tell me as a man how to lift a dumbbell, but that's just Frank, this is frankly not true. So how do we come about working together? My wife uh, is the one who connected us. Um, not intentionally. I was actually the one who said, Hey, let me in on that because you started working with her ahead of our wedding in 2016 at HealthWorks in Brookline. Uh, my wife and I were living together. We were uh, law students and, 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 uh, and living together and about to study for the bar together. And I was just really impressed. I, I, w- I encouraged my wife. We obviously were drawn to each other for a number of reasons, one of which uh, is our, um, you know, our passion about living healthy, following healthy lifestyles. And so she, like myself, she, my, my wife worked out um, on her own, designing her own, I guess, training of sorts. Uh, like myself before working with you, Monica, and mm-hmm. and I always pushed her to consider weightlifting, and just and and this is back in 2015 when uh, there was you know the weight room had very few women in it, and they were all on the treadmills and the ellipticals, right? And I feel like we're we are so far beyond that now, which is great. Um, 
but I really appreciated Monica how what I heard and saw that you were doing with Ryan was really um, weight based and a lot of functional movements and uh, and and I appreciated how I could sense the change in her motivation. I mean, you had some really stupid early sessions with them, like on Saturday <laughs> mornings at like six, and she would be so fired up to go work out with you at six in the morning. I'm like, holy cow, what are they doing there? I think she and, was coming for extra cardio in the morning because we were starting at like nine or eight, but still, it was early for Saturday morning. It was so, early. And so, in our 20s, you know, that might have seemed like six in the morning. <laughs> It was maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. We were still going out, uh, you know, the, the working in law school or whatever. But anyway, um, that 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 was that was in, of interest to me. And I personally was also coming to, uh, you know, I was a athlete growing up. I watched my father go down to the basement and work out on the regular, and and was chomping at the bit to get down there at age 14. So I, I had I had that going for me, and certainly benefited from having a solid, a very solid foundation. But um, always felt, you know, I never came from a, I never had one of those, Monica, one of those episodes in my life where I was in really, really horrible shape and had to totally have this life changing weight loss and, mm -hmm. and keep it off. I was pretty much always in decent shape because I was always benefited from skating a lot and playing ice hockey. Baseball, I played a lot, not a lot of cardio there. But, you know, it, I, I think just naturally being an athlete kept me in shape. So then when I started working out, you know, I had a nice solid foundation, but never really, I knew that I was leaving money on the table because I never really tried super hard to really challenge myself to make, uh, make to see what could be done. What happens if I really um, uh, was strict on eating and, and, and really was mindful of, of, of making sure that I was at the gym four or five times a week and really stuck with a particular program for an extended period of time. Um, and, and really, I also grew tired of designing my own workouts. I uh, wanted to ask you there, yeah. so prior to us working together, have you ever had a personal trainer or anyone who helped you with designing your training plans? Um, they did. They didn't know about it because I was just Googling and reading what they were posting on, on, mm. on the internet, you know, and, and, and again, because I knew that I was going to the gym most and most more often than most of my friends, um, I, I thought I was, I was already ahead of most everyone and, I, and, and, and only the really out of shape novices work with trainers. That's the perception that I had, uh, coming to you. And, and that's one of the things that we were talking about previously was, was, was a kind of a, um, an epiphany kind of moment for me was realizing that you, know, you can do something for a long time as a hobby and still not be an expert in it, um, mm. and still have an, and, and still, see an advantage uh, of, of working with an expert to really get the maximize uh, your time. So what was Make it originally? Sense. So was it just like you were impressed with Brian's training programs or you were like, okay, she has a plan. I want to have a plan as well. What was it? It you was, it, yeah, yeah. It was, as I, as I kind of hinted at, I was looking for, I was intrigued at the opportunity. I knew that signing up with you would, would for the first time, having never worked with a trainer, have some accountability with somebody beyond myself. Right. And actually yeah. the sending pictures to you on a monthly basis. I was like, okay, you know, for the first time I actually beyond the mirror, I have some other element that is keeping me accountable that it, that might actually uh, cause me to change my thinking, change my motivations, perspectives. Let's give this a whirl. And I have Hawaii. My wife and I are going to go to Hawaii. I want to look fantastic with her in Hawaii on our honeymoon let's try this out. And we just, we just haven't stopped you and I since then, Monica, because it's been, 
um, not having to to design my own workout and 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 not having and not constantly questioning whether what I've des designed for me, which I then need to come up with the motivation to work out <laughs> at the slim opportunities that I have, right? Early at night or early in the morning, late at night, whenever, and, 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 and be motivated enough to crush it, right? Because I've also been one, and I appreciate your workouts for this because, you know, it, 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 you, you might as well be the harder work, hardest worker in the gym because you've already spent the time and effort to get there. You mm. might as well maximize your, your, your time when you are there. And it's hard to really reach those peak motivation levels if you aren't confident that what you're doing is actually going to be beneficial to you. And so when you're, doing, when you're drawing up your five-day plan, eh, five days sounds like a lot. We could probably do, I could probably do four this week and it's fine. Or mm -hmm. I could probably cut this set. I'm feeling a little, little, little dog today. I probably didn't even need this last little triple set. I just saw it on here because I saw it on Instagram before I came in. Like mm. that stuff that I, I, I saw, uh, that grew tired and I'd already been, um, tired of 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 spending the time that I it was it was a dwindling resource. Um, you know, reading Reddit and trying to follow fitness professionals and just grab workouts. It just seemed I knew that I was leaving I was leaving money on the table and what I could achieve by by going that route. So, so um, do you remember when we first when you got like one of the very first programs? How different was what I prescribed you to do? from what you were doing on your own. And I'm, I'm going like, to like- <laughs> I know why you're asking this. I know why you're asking this because <laughs> I remember when I first got that, the, the, my first program and I was like, oh, Monica, look, I'm, I'm all about trying new things, but <laughs> I can't do a curtsy in the gym. I'm going to be in the gym, Monica. Like I don't uh -huh. have, this is like, there's going to be other guys there. Um, that's, and you, you said, Okay. Um, why not? And then once you, when you were like, why not? Cause I know that you know what gyms look like and that I'm a heterosexual male and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's when I was like, yeah, well actually why not? Why not? Yeah. And, and I certainly felt the looks early on and it's so crazy now. It's just like, I go to new gyms and sometimes I do see, get a look and I'm like, what do they look? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, it's like common. It's like it, it's like I'm doing a bicep curl now when I do curtsy lunges, and so that was the biggest take. My was my immediate reaction was, all right, we talked about opportunity to enhance the lower the lower half, but um, I I thought I would be seeing some squats and some deadlifts, and send them seeing various descriptions of lunges and curtsy lunges and. Um, yeah. It, so that was my, that was my initial reaction was where's all the upper body, Monica. Um, yeah. well, I don't my want my arms to, I don't want my arms to evaporate or my chest. Like, what are you, what are you going to do about it? And, and, uh, that is just when there was just an element of trust and, and you said, Darren, trust me, it's, they're not going to disappear, but and they yeah. didn't, and they didn't, and they didn't. And, and I have to say that, you know, building my, the foundation, my leg, I kind of was just assumed for, wrongly forever that I just had it, genetics, right? You're just what everybody, just like folks that have been out of shape for years, struggling, assume it's at the end of the day, it's always genetics fault, right? I was right. just going to have chicken legs and there was mm. nothing I could do about it. I was going to be, I was going to be top, top half Popeye. And, and that was just how life was going to be for me. And that's not true. And I, I love the, I love the, the, the foundation that I've developed and I, and, and my back, you know, never hurts anymore unless I do, a hip hinge the wrong way and, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. um, 
and, I, and I've never felt better uh, and more confident in what I do at the gym. And um, I remember great. that one of the very first programs having three days of legs and just two up yeah. And yeah. you were so concerned, no biceps, no chest, yeah, no, right. well, yes, they were there, but not to the extent that you were used to. And so it really like shook it up for you. But I think that the, the, the beginning was really, really key because you just went for it without question. Well, you questioned question, but you still did it. And mm -hmm. then you saw the benefits immediately. Because if we were to fight on like, I'm doing this or I'm not doing that, you would never be able to experience the progress you've experienced because you would never trust that this is going to work. And I knew the quickest way to getting to the place that was actually going to work for me was to say, okay, look, I'm just going to do this and show her how silly this was and it's not going to work mm. and, or it's going to work. And, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and it ended up being the latter. The other, there was other couple core differences between working out with you, Monica, and what I'd always done myself. You mentioned the one, you know, just hitting, you know, traditionally, I think most men, we think of hitting a muscle group once a week, right? There's like leg day, you know, maybe like a push or pull, right? So I was, so mm -hmm. you're right. Seeing, seeing body groups multiple times in a week was like, wait, am I going to have, am I going to recover enough? And rest periods was also something yeah, that, that was, you know, again, I can do something, you can do something for 15 years and, and still not really because you've never been trained professionally or, you know, um, have gone through that exercise, not know really the, the, the way to go, the way to go about things. And I would always mm. be taking 45 seconds to a minute rest after every single exercise. And that leads to a long time at the gym. And that is something else that I was really anxious and eager to work with you is as a, as I grew older and, and started a family, I knew that this was a hobby, and but it was really important to me, and I was going to have to uh, make adjustments so that, that so that working out evolved with my life, and um, so that I and, and I really wanted to make sure that whatever time that I did get to go to the gym and spend there, I was really enjoying it and maximizing it, and so the concept of triple sets, quad sets that you have us doing now. And it was was something that I was was always like a finisher. Let's do it for cardio is like a finisher, but not the not the whole workouts design. And so that was something that was that was very new to me, in which um, I can't think imagine doing anything different now. Uh, but that was that was something that was certainly. You know, what comes to my mind when you talk about the rest periods is that day when you came, when um, your wife bought you a, or scheduled you with me for a personal training session. And I think you guys were visiting someone in New York and you came to Connecticut to train in person. Remember that day? That was 2018. Yeah. How about, how about that? Did everybody hear that? So I went mm -hmm. to my in-laws in New York and for my birthday present, my wife got me a personal training session. So figure that one out but no that's because she's awesome and she knew that i would i would really enjoy that and and absolutely um i because that was just i always thought well what is the benefit of trying to do another set right now i'm tired the muscle is tired um and so yeah this is look i i, I just think that you have to try new things number one your body it's good for your body and it's good for your soul, but you have to be humble enough because you really can't say like, Ooh, what sense would it have made Monica for me to sit on my high horse and say, this is dumb, Monica, this is not going to work for me. You're the professional. I'm not. Uh, well, you know, the, benefit just to, the benefit to that. just to even, you know, touch upon it. So the benefit of the way we do things is so that you are saving time because you're yeah. keeping your heart rate up. You're burning a lot of calories as you're doing it. Yep. So you're not only developing the muscle and pushing the muscle, the muscular endurance, right? But also you're keeping your heart muscle 
pumping so that you're not needing to do any cardio, any stupid cardio. Whether I can't stand you. cardio. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I walk my dog, but, you know, just because he's a dog, um, you know, yeah. a cardio is horrible. So, I, I mean, that is just, I'm glad you brought that up. That is one thing that I absolutely love because I get asked, do you do cardio? But I feel like I'm doing cardio yes. when I'm when, we're, when I'm doing the workout because I, I know I'm dripping, I'm gassed, and 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 um, you know it's in the in the legs like you know doing leg workouts you mm. know you can feel it if you go to a shoulder workout versus you go do a leg a lower body workout you know how much more effort calories spent expenditure etc that you're burning when, when you're when you're involving you're working your lower half 100%. And, so, um, and so by doing that more i was also naturally burning way more because otherwise you know previously i was only doing you know uh, one leg day a week um, and not all these movements right. and, the, and the rep ranges too we haven't touched on that monica mm. i previously only lived in muscle what i thought was muscle building rep ranges of six to ten Right. Mm. Um, and so seeing that was another thing that jumped off the page. It was like, wait, I'm not doing four sets of 10. I'm doing three sets of 15. Are you sure? I'm not. Four. Some... Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and doing exercises that required me to do, you know, high rep ranges where the weight, <laughs> remember our conversations about, you know, how heavy the weight should be because I had several humbling moments and, oh, had, yes. and I was picking I up dumbbells. No, I was like... picking up dumbbells, Monica, that I hadn't touched in a long time. Um, the the 15s, the 10s, they hadn't been in my palms in years. And um, that was that was also a, uh, a, you know, an epiphany moment for me personally, because I love the concept of being able to build and get be productive by using lower weights, because I know at some point, my joints and bones and yeah. ligaments, they're not going to be as in the state that they are in today. And, and, and to the extent that I don't have to put as much, um, you know, uh, strain on those joints and ligaments and but still be uh, uh, still be productive in the gym also had a great deal of appeal to me. So one yet another area where I questioned and was like, I don't know about this, but um and it was but also. I know you appreciate kind of the proper form, right? Yeah, I know you appreciate the proper form and like yeah. knowing how to do things like on point and not just freestyling and really being confident in all yes. the movements. Because I, what comes to my mind when you said about the weight is when you told me that you don't feel pullovers in your back, and I was like, "Wait, yeah. <laughs> video!" And then you sent me the video, and um, I was like, "No, no, no, the half of the weight." And then you yeah. mastered it, and so like kind of totally. you know because we all. You know, sometimes people ask, are, is it easier to work with someone? Well, I don't typically now work with beginners, but was it easier to work with beginners or people who already have some sort of routine? And the challenges are different because you are used to a certain um, split. You're used to yeah. certain rep range. You're used to certain things that you do. So I'm going to have to like somewhat convince you that my way will be more beneficial for you when someone is new you have to teach them everything from the get-go because they don't know what's a lunge what's a shoulder press what's a normal press and so those are different challenges and you know these days i don't work with beginners but for you back then i feel like it was very very key to just kind of look at the little things that you were doing and seeing like all right we can tweak something here so that it's better so like you said remember that was the thing your back used to hurt Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and, and, and a lot of it had to do with form. A lot of, had, a lot of it had to do with not working, you know, the ancillary muscle groups and, and different supporting groups and, and the core, you know, I just was mm. just kind of doing crunches and 
What I really appreciate about working with you is I my core feels crushed when I don't do an ab exercise on a lot of leg days. And that's just so fantastic and something that I never would have seen, you know. And so I think just um, I'm just really proud of myself and thankful that I was uh, sought you out and, and, and sought, sought out something new because it's 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 done wonders. And I encourage folks that are out there, even even those that have a lot of lifting experience, as I did to humble yourself and try something very different, even something that you think goes against the grain of what you are convinced in and believe in, um, because it's, it's, it, you, you don't know what you don't know and you, you and don't you know, don't know you something don't know. until you try it. Mm. Now, Darren, I wanted to reflect on, you know, so there were lots of different challenges along the way, if you will, from the time when you guys lived in San Francisco and we had a total lockdown and all you had was a couple bands through obviously the birth of your first son and the birth of your second son and all the commotion that came with that and moving and buying a house. And how did you keep up with all of it, you know, through all the challenges? And do you have any reflections over um, you know, all these different times of us working together um, from your perspective? It's a good question, you know, and I, and I think that a lot of people get, get out, fall out of their rhythm or fall out of their routine because they expect to, that they need to perfect it throughout everything that life throws at them. And that's just, you just don't have to do that. To be quite mm -hmm. honest with you, Monica, you know, do I wish during those different periods I was able to escape to the gym more often or came up with a secondary workout? more frequently? Absolutely. But candidly, what did I, did I do that all the time? No, but mm. you don't allow yourself to fall off a cliff. I didn't say, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to, there's no way um, that I can squeeze over to and run over to the gym uh, during this month one of <laughs> my son's life, uh, because that would just be uh, really incredibly difficult on my wife to, to for during, during this time period. But you know what you do? You don't eat like a cow and mm -hmm. let your and let that part of your life. So that's what I've what I've learned to answer your question. What I've learned when life has um, has presented me with you know brief periods where getting to the gym or the ideal workout is difficult is as long as I kind of just make do. It's really that's what it is. I make do. I'll walk the dog longer. I'll I will tighten in the eating. And what I've what I've experienced, Monica, is that my weight and my look and how I appear just stays the same. I probably will not be as defined as I want to for during that myriad met that period of, you know, a couple of weeks or something. But what I've always found is the getting back into it is not as, not as difficult right. as, as, yeah. as, as it's, as it is perceived, I think, um, by the public at large is, you know, so when I, I'm so I'm fired up when I'm like, Hey, Monica, I can't wait to get back into it. This month's going to be so much fun. Yeah. That first workout or two is <laughs> especially difficult, but in a great way, right? You, I know I'm like, Oh my God, this is horrible. But I know on the other side of this, this is the next one's going to be, you know, just feel uh, even better and better and better. And, and then it's just kind of like a, you're getting excited about getting back into it and what you can achieve then. And so that's what I would say is I would say like that to, to anyone that is that is struggles with that or, or or has a lot of interruptions in their life like that is that don't let that be a deterrent for why this isn't a part of your life all the other times you know it can be and you do not necessarily have to perfect it but um but you know obviously it does benefit where you have an opportunity to do something in the alternative and, and i know you're talking about in san francisco and we were doing workouts on my deck with bands and buying bands and amazon was delivering us you know, bands and I'd never done use workout bands in my life again, because 
why am I going to do 25 reps with bands? I'm not trying to burn cows here. Um, and so you, you had me do that. And I mean, at that point we were working together for three years. And so the trust was already established. I was like, all right, Monica, here's my band. Well, Let's go. <laughs> and it was all that we had. Yeah. So, and there was also no end in sight with that one. So that was a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, that was bad, totally. But you know, one thing that comes to my mind with that is that what you mentioned is that we, things in life will always happen. It'll never be perfect time for anything. It will never be perfect time. Stars will not align and your schedule will not be all clear and your kids are not going to be healthy all the time. And you're going to be moving work assignments, things that will pop up in your life. And so it's really just about what can I do today instead of I can't do it perfectly today. So I'm not doing anything. Exactly. Exactly. And I think I would like to think that coming out of the pandemic, it does seem that the world appreciates healthy lifestyles a little bit more. And so, you know, I do think it's, 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 you know, before the pandemic, it was, you know, work, 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 work. And those that, you know, never sleep and just work and, and they make they crack, crack jokes about on how unhealthy they are because they're just working all the time. Mm. That's not as um, highly respected and, and, and admired. And, um, you know, no one really aspires to be that. Have you seen Jeff Bezos recently? He's jacked. I mean, like these, <laughs> these, I'm telling I you, I think it's changing. The perception is changing. And I think that, you know, uh, the, uh, fortunately, um, and folks should take advantage of this in their personal lives. I think the perception is changing that if you, if you um, are an, an executive or somebody in a well-respected role, and it looks like you don't take care of yourself, that is now being, I think, is going to start leaking into how you control whatever element of the business or whatever role you have mm-hmm. at that organization is. Like, if you can't even control your own self and be disciplined True. with your own self, you know, how, how, how can I rely on you to, um, to care about others in, in this business in, in the same fashion? So um, I would like to see Absolutely. that that's changing some way, but yeah, you're right. It's, 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 you can't, there's never going to be that perfect moment and there's never going to be that perfect year or three week, three month period. And when you want to do this program, you know, like it, unless you have a very boring sedentary lifestyle, like the, those, those opportunities are never going to present themselves and you just have to find the balance. How has fitness um, impacted your life? Because obviously you've always been fit, but I feel like together we took it to the next level for you without, just like you mentioned at the beginning, or maybe that was one of the recordings we did that didn't capture when you said, you know, you, you've always maintained your fitness. It's never been that you had any major issues, but now obviously through all the challenges, we still up leveled it and I feel like you're better than you've ever been in when it comes to working out and balancing your life with it um how has that impacted your life yeah it's amazing I I I really um it's to me I working with you Monica I achieved what I wanted to achieve in that working out is not a chore it's something I actually look forward to I don't see a therapist it the gym is my therapy and the time that I be able I can get into my into my head, no one bothers me. And that's my time. That's my me time. And it's, and it's, and it's really great. Um, 
you know, what, if, what was the question in terms of what, what got me into it or why I've been so no, consistent? How, how, so this is great that you're, you're answering. And one thing that comes to my mind right away is like a lot of my clients, my female clients have daughters. So it's like a really great uh, example they're setting for their daughters. Now you have two sons, so they're too young to probably understand. Maybe the older one who's three, but not the three month old. But what a oh. great example, just like your father set it up for you, right? Yes. You're setting up for them. But how has working out and just really putting it on autopilot by having the programs delivered to you every month, but just executing, communicating with me, okay, this is my schedule, this is my travel, this is my plan for this month, um, and then getting the plan, executing it. So it's kind of, you know, you have it on autopilot now, no matter yeah. what's happening in your life. How has that impacted your life, like your work or, you know, your relationships with yeah. people or your confidence or, you know, or you've always been confident, not a big deal. No, I, I, it's, it's, um, I just think there's limitless positive impact of, of, of living a healthy lifestyle and, and look and, and, and being consistent in the gym and, and looking the way in which you want to look and feel because there's just so many, there's so many, the, 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 there are limitless, you know, positive consequences of that. Right. One thing that I think we had touched on, you might be alluding to that has always been, that always drew to me once I learned about was the human psychology element. And what the fact that I've always strived, you know, probably you could probably call me like a type A kind of student, you know, um, uh, you know, high academics and and the like, very competitive in both academics and uh, and, and in athletics and, and really learned that how it's natural human nature to judge and make a judgment of you based on your appearance. And mm -hmm. and so. And even if I, I am a consultant today and there's an aspect of my life that isn't uh, or that of my job that relates to business development. And so those initial initial judgments that your people make uh, when they meet you are important. Right or wrong, folks look at you. And if you are in good, healthy shape and physical fit, physically fit, they assume that you are disciplined. They assume that you are reliable and they respect you and they think you're smarter for awesome. no reason at all. But they it, do. And so in a world know, where, yeah. yep, 100%, yeah. and then so it, it, knowing that, and it, it, to me, we live in a world where we can only control so much that st always stuck with me is like, you know what, if, if nothing else, I can do this for myself. And so any kind of edge that I can give myself, um, I would, that, that appealed to me and, 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 it, and you, it plays out. And I think we've talked about it. You've mentioned it. You, you do see it play out. Well, there's they, they folks assume and it helps it supports your confidence right it's all this domino positive domino effect but you know you can see how people receive your messages differently and that you feed off of that which feeds your confidence which which enhances your performance it's like this awesome positive cycle but that that is something that always appealed to me and I never that's why I never kind of let my my health fall off a cliff number one because I, I was never there to begin with and um you know and, and that was always a very strong motivating factor to not allow that to happen because i could see how i was perceived uh based on me meeting new people for the first time and then making some sort of a comment based on how they thought i looked and oh you'd like to go into the gym oh and it's always it's always a positive spin from that um, and, they, and, they, and they and they and they expect and this is ho hopefully often true they expect that that approach towards your fitness uh, is reflected in your approach towards other aspects of your life.
I mean, it is, you know, it, it's, un, it's it just it, it what it is. It is what it is because when you make time for the gym, chances are you make time for X, Y, Z and your work is organized as well. And so yeah. it's just a matter of being focused, being diligent, um, getting your things done and, you know, right or wrong. And I feel like these, these around us now, we have like this whole body positivity movement and let's not get into it. But I really do see the fact the part where you know we can buy anything we can buy literally anything cars and houses and even somewhat or appearance right through plastic surgery or hair extensions nothing wrong with that however when it comes to you know your muscle how your posture is made the way you carry yourself the way you stand the way you present yourself you cannot buy this you, you right. just cannot purchase that this is something you put work in every single day in order to achieve and so it is admirable however someone will see it you know oh body shaming or this or that it is admirable because you cannot earn you, you only can earn it by yourself no one it's can true. give it to you it's true that is absolutely so, true and 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 um everybody can benefit from that even if you're not in like a client facing role like i am like we were talking about if you're a teacher if you are working a you know a, a business and um, you know, where you only have to impress and work and, and appease colleagues, you know, you, you, you'll garner the respect, uh, uh, you know, no matter where you see yourself in life and, and, um, Absolutely. And, and the confidence, right? Because the confidence yeah. will not only allow you to speak up, will allow you to ask for what you want and will allow you to show up truly yourself, like with the quirks and with your accent and with being funny or not funny or looking a certain way, but like the confidence will, it's not, you know, the confidence that comes from the gym, I have it, that it's the, like the true confidence, not the kind of confidence where I sit in the mirror and I'm like, you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're so smart. Like, no, 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 you just go to the gym and you move the weights and then you leave and you're like, yeah, I'm freaking dope. Yeah, like, absolutely. No, <laughs> absolutely. Because, because you earned it. You didn't yes. sit in front of the mirror speaking it to yourself, but you just earned it. I never thought about that, of it like that. And the fact that, you know, when everybody, and everybody knows it too. Everybody knows that, of course, there's the steroid folks, but like everybody knows that everybody else, if you're in good shape, you put the time and work in. And that says something about you before they even said a word. And so um, yeah. that, that, that is. Yeah. And, you know, even to be honest with you, even the steroid folks, folks they still have to put in the work. <laughs> you, know, you know, even I, I was around bodybuilders for a while. Even they, they have to put the work in because otherwise it's just not going to, you know, look. This, I mean, this doesn't do anything. It's like, you know, us drinking pre-workout and not doing anything. So, um, yeah, it's not going to do anything. So, Darren, is there anything else that you'd like to share or leave the listeners with? It's been our great great conversation i think a lot of people will resonate and will be able to reflect on their behaviors on the thing or the things that they are doing but is there anything else that's on your mind that you'd like to share you know i think we touched on every everything that i i, I sought sought out to convey i i think some 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 things i wish i guess i would just share that monica from working with you there's definitely been a lot of moments of man i wish i knew that 10 years ago or man i mm. wish i applied that 15 years ago. And so I would just encourage everybody to recognize and that, yes, you may be in decent shape um, and, and, and put it getting, getting by on your Peloton or your, your at-home workouts that you found on Reddit or what have you or on Instagram. But the same thing does not work for everyone. And I can't emphasize that enough. And so if you really do approach training 
um, where uh, it is what you are doing is really designed for you and your body and your and your personal goals. That is when you will truly. I mean, that was for me. I, I was happy, but now I'm thrilled with like mm. my my gym routine, and I'm very proud of it. And I could care less what somebody else is doing if they want to tell me about it because I love what I'm doing. And so I, right. you know, that's great. That's great. I mean, yeah, cool. You got your Peloton. Cool. Not interested, you know, cause I'm really happy and pleased with what I'm doing. Whereas before, because of the lack of confidence in what I was doing and not working with a professional, there's always that little piece of me that was always open to, Oh, what are you doing? Oh, is that mm -hmm. working differently for you? And so the same thing does not work for everybody. So as you're talking to your, your friends, you hear about what people are doing and what works for them. Don't assume that you need to be doing that. Um, mm. and, and, and also don't assume that that would, that you would achieve the same goal or, or results as they would by doing that. That's number one. Um, and, and, and you know, yeah, with this, yeah. Karen, I, what, I, what I wanted to add, I'm sorry for interrupting you, I Go ahead, to yeah. one thing because you're bringing up a really important point and I do share it sometimes on social media, but I definitely did not share it on the podcast. And that is that the method, the BBM method, which BBM stands for Body by Monica, but obviously Body and Monica are not the focus points. So we got rid of the whole thing, which is use BBM because it's been with us since 2008. And <laughs> so the, the method is very much grounded in bodybuilding. So, you know, when, when someone starts working with me, yourself or your wife or anyone else i ask you for before pictures or baseline pictures where we look okay this is what's what, what are we working with and i look at it almost it's kind of like between science and art between like a doctor and an artist because i look at the body as like a raw art piece okay this is what we're working with this is the height this is the current built and then the training is specifically designed to reshape the body. So it's very bodybuilding grounded training. However, not just bodybuilding, because obviously I did bodybuilding for five years, but not only that, but also with the concept that you are not going to be stepping on stage. You do not want to do the extra cardio. You do not want to do a bodybuilding diet. So it's the, the training is designed to give you very specific results because you mentioned Peloton or other things in the gym. A lot of the workouts that are offered around us now are, you know, entertaining or they're supposed to be fun or yeah. spinning in the dark and like cool if this works for you. But BBM, like I never promise anyone um, entertainment. It's not for entertainment. This is for specific goal for specific person. So like if you're bored, well, too bad, so sad. I never promise you to go. You go to Cirque du Soleil. I'm not to entertain <laughs> you. The yeah. goal here, you know, is to give you a certain result. And so like if you don't have lateral shoulders, we're going to be banging these shoulders up until they grow. And so, you know, if you don't have, I don't know, if your posture is bad, we're going to be getting at that posture up until it's not there anymore. And so, um, you know, so the, the workouts, just like you said, you know, they're not comparing Peloton or other things. They are very specific to where you are right now or where you want to go. And so they are very driven, like they're bodybuilding grounded and they're driven yep. to look a certain way. Now, in order, it's not just vanity, although it's nothing wrong with looking good. There's nothing wrong with looking good. 99.9% um, .9 of people want to look good. The 1% can't because they're in pain, but they also want to look good. Mm. So I, you know, I don't have any clients who are like, oh, I don't care about looking good. So, so that's the first part, but also with the vanity, right? But also with these workouts, what we're addressing, and you mentioned that before, core, right? We do a lot of unilateral movements. So whether you're single leg lunges or step ups or single leg squats, or single like hip hinges, same with upper body. So we are, because in order to develop that proportionate bodybuilding 
as if you were to go on stage body, we have to address top to bottom and left to right. And in order to do it, we are taking care of all the muscular imbalances. So there again, just you said, your back was bothering you when we first started working together and you didn't want to deadlift heavy because your back was bothering you. Well, it's not bothering you anymore. We addressed all the muscular imbalances. You're not going crazy heavy for no reason. Your legs developed without these deadlifts and, or, but you're still doing things for your hamstrings and legs. So long story short, you know, the, the work is very specific. They're not random stuff. They are made for you, but also not only just for you as a person who is a dad, who is a lawyer, who is doing a certain thing in life, but also for you, like, you know, as if we were to take your body and like, okay, we're taking it from here to there. How do we get there the shortest possible way, the safest looking absolutely. at and not just yeah. right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I think if, if, if efficiency appeals to anyone else, like it did for me, like that, that just knowing that you're being, mo you're maximizing the efficiency with your time uh, and the time that you're spending crafting your body. Uh, I, I just can't, I just can't mention, you know, or I can't vouch for this approach enough because you mentioned I was rooted in bodybuilding, but at the end of the day, everyone that is trying to work out maybe for fun, sometimes they want to make themselves, they want to, they're trying to make themselves look, you know, look and feel sure. more, yeah. a little bit better. Right. And so that's where I yeah. think bodybuilding gets this kind of negative a connotation is if, you know, uh, some a female is going to have a boulder on her shoulders because they started <laughs> doing some dumbbell flies, right? That, that's just not the case. And and yeah. um and and I think the, the the approach is honestly it's it's the most effective without a doubt. And I love the lunges. I used to I used to look at the the three sets of fifteen or four sets of fifteen lunges and cry uh, when you sent me the workouts. And <laughs> and now and and now it's it's amazing because I think about um you know the 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 form and how and and. And and how my like my hips feel differently, and it's mm. just it's just amazing. Um, and the fact that I'm constantly still learning. I, I know we've been working together for what we say six seven years now. I'm still learning. I'm still still I still hear little things on your clips that are just like oh knees outside toes. Interesting knees outside toes. Like how do I? That's interesting. I mean concept. even this you know just like little things I still pick up, which also yeah. keeps it a bit interesting and and even you know the idea fresh. of December now and how you have four rounds and you were like oh yes 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 and I assume that you guys know but it's like you know New Year new new thing no I know yeah. I think I still have some time to time Monica where you send me the workout I'm like this wasn't meant for me right this was a uh, you know <laughs> and it's normally no that was and here's why I'm like oh. Damn, that's a good point. And this one was the four sets instead of the through the the yeah the four turns through the through, through through the supersets and and mm -hmm. I, and holy cow that four set man when your body is used to ch you know churning out three for several months that four set oh boy that's humbling oh, yeah. it's been a humbling month Monica so far. <laughs> Very good. You know, the thing is, I, I think about it, how um, I'm so glad that I had the chance to work with you for so long. And, and we're obviously still working together on uh, on it because, you know, a lot of people come and go. But to see how um, someone who's diligently execute and, you know, and a guy who's diligently executing the program, what's possible. And oftentimes, you know, with four days a week, uh, what's possible for you. Right. And yes. and for you, on the other hand, I don't know, but I think that it would be pretty rare to find someone who is who would give you literally what I'm giving you without you going on stage, because otherwise, 
any trainer would give you like oh progressive overload but not taking the aesthetics into consideration because that's another thing like unless you're competing to go on stage trainers and, and and coaches are not really trained in the aesthetics i was first a personal trainer and then i became and then i competed so i learned like the aesthetics of lifting so it's like merging two worlds just the lifting and like lifting to look good so i am on my end i'm very glad that i had this chance to like help you develop your body over these last years to see like oh look it not only works for a female but also for a guy absolutely i don't know why you don't have more male clients um it's uh, again i think i think it's some of the some of the myths that are that are that are promoted out there and and the fact that look a lot of guys my age a, a woman in the gym was non-existent and now look now i go to the gym and more men are wearing yeah. tights than the women so it's it's entirely different world <laughs> yep i agree i totally agree well thank you so much darren that's been so fun and i love having you as a client and your wife and i always say you know it's so interesting your two boys they were grew from mom and dad who both are bbm so these yeah. kids are going to be strong from the get-go that's right that's right that's so thanks fun. for having me monica thank you so much thank you